Previously on Wasteland Active Radio. Just uh, a little more. Yeah. Uh, hello? Hello. Crispy? Crispy? Who wants to know? Wait. It's you. It's really you. You're alive. Hey, somebody get Badger Boy. I think I heard something through here. Come on, Atlas. Where do you think you're going? It could be a trap. Huh? Johnny, Atlas, Bucket, we found him. Let's get somewhere a little more cozy where we can talk, you dig? I can dig it. I can't believe we actually found you. This is amazing. Frankly, I'm surprised any of you survived. It'll take more than a tornado to take down the Darren Dashwoods. Logistically speaking, we should all be dead. We're a mathematical anomaly. I have no idea what the hell you just said, but yeah! So, Badger Boy, where's Sterling? Oh, well, we, uh, we haven't found him yet. Oh. I, uh, found and buried Kowalski on the way here. Him, Taller Eric, Snake Man. Oh, and Long Leg Larry. I buried him. He's supposed to be dead. Like Johnny said, I think we're all supposed to be dead. But we can't just sit around with those thoughts in our noggins, my man. We gotta pick up the pieces and rebuild. (sighs) You're right. So what about the General, or hell, Houndstooth? Where are they? What happened to you guys after the tornado? Oh, man. He's removing his hat. That's not a good sign. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're right. The the General... The the General... He's... uh... Oh, now he's stammering. Definitely not good news. Yeah, I get it, Atlas. Now he's turning around. Probably to wipe a tear and save face. The general is dead. Yeah, Atlas, I got that. Now let the man talk. General Lancet K. Taft was found dead the day after the battle. He was one of the first we buried. May God rest his soul. Uh, Crispy, what's he doing with his mouth? Is he alright? That's scatting, and no, he's probably not alright. Badger Boy, listen. I'm sorry for your loss. It's awful. The world lost a lot of good people that day, and I buried a lot of them too. Man, you may not be Dashwood by name, but you're a Dashwood in heart, my dead-skinned brother. Bring it in! No, ah, no, no. I don't need a hug right now, but I need you to focus. Focus, Badger Boy, focus! I'm all ears, my man. Badger Boy, who is in charge now? Who's in charge? Oh, that's me. Uh... 
I'm sorry, what? I'm currently the head honcho of Darren Dashwood Outpost number 17. Uh, um, uh, hmm, uh, what, but, hmm. Okay, explain to me how that works, please. Oh, it's simple. We go by rank, and I'm the highest ranked here. Really? Like, really, really? Yeah, I was actually like a step above Lieutenant Kowalski. I'm a captain of the Heavy Ordnance Squad. Specialists are valuable, Daddy-o. Really? You're in charge? No joke? I wouldn't joke about responsibility. These people are relying on me, you dig? It ain't an easy job, but I got us this far. That? You did. Yeah, you have got them this far. Good job, Badger Boy, good job. Aw, thanks, brother. I needed that. If you haven't found Sterling yet, the chance of finding him alive now is very low. Sorry to interject with bad news. I just finished the math. Yeah. We're more or less just looking for his body at this point. That's... oh boy. Sterling was a good man. None of you deserved what happened at Station Hill. How did you even survive in the first place? Man, we have no idea. Like, yeah, we have a lot of injuries, but the way that we were thrown around and scattered, we shouldn't be alive at all. Some of the boys like to think it was the General's last act, keeping us alive so we could rebuild and carry on the Dashwood legacy. But you guys are probably tired. How about I get you set up in a tent and we can pick this back up in the morning? Sounds good to me. While we walk, how'd you guys get here? <laughs> well, it's a long story. Morning of day 17 since we left the ruins of Station Hill. We've just woken up, and before we meet up with Badger Boy, Bucket is going to run a quick forecast. If you remember, Bucket got an update out of nowhere not too long ago. Johnny wants to see what effect the update had on Bucket's weather program. Right, Johnny? That's right. Bucket has been heavily modified, and his weather forecasting program appeared to be very experimental when I first began performing maintenance on him. The update he received when I reconnected him to the satellite network was much more refined, but still very niche. I've seen hobbyists create updates for a lot of different reasons, but something like this is far more involved and too specific. With that in mind, Bucket, forecast the weather. Acknowledged. Please enter start date for seven-day forecast. Ooh, that's new. All right, when was the last weather forecast? Previous weather forecast... June 7th, 2287. All right, let's get that weather for next week. Bucket, forecast the weather for the week of June 14th, 2287. Acknowledged. Beginning weather forecast for the week of June 14th, 2287. Monday, the temperature will have a high of 80 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 79 degrees. Partly cloudy, 40% humidity. Light winds. Tuesday, the temperature will have a high of 82 degrees and a low of 76 degrees. Overcast. 47% humidity. Light winds. Scattered showers throughout the day. 
Wednesday, the temperature will have a high of 88 degrees and a low of 82 degrees. Clear skies, 45% humidity, light winds and scattered showers. Thursday, the temperature will have a high of 81 degrees and a low of 80 degrees. Partly cloudy, 37% humidity, light winds and scattered showers. Friday, the temperature will have a high of 77 degrees and a low of 74 degrees. Overcast, 40% humidity. Warning, thunderstorm starting at 1200 hours. Saturday, the temperature will have a high of 72 degrees and a low of 68 degrees. Overcast, 59% humidity. Thunderstorms will stop at 0900 hours. Sunday, the temperature will have a high of 67 degrees and a low of 62 degrees. Overcast, 51% humidity. Light winds and scattered showers. Weekly estimated radiation level is... Condition red. Warning. Dangerous levels of ambient radiation detected. Starting Tuesday, condition black. Lethal levels of radiation detected. Forecast complete. Running diagnostics and printing satellite scans. Error. Paper out. Well, that's certainly new. But that radiation estimate doesn't sound good. True. Hold on. Let me check something. Ha! <laughs> There's nothing to worry about. Their radiation averages are pre-war, which is interesting in and of itself. My guess is that whoever put this update together transferred code from another program. I was expecting it to be sloppy, but aside from a few discrepancies, they integrated the code exceptionally well. Hmm. I want to dig into this more, but we're supposed to meet up with Badger Boy. I was hoping to find some sort of signature that might tell us who put this together. I'm kind of curious, too, honestly. Before we go, how you feeling, Bucket? Currently operating at peak efficiency. I am growing stronger every day. Crispy, you go ahead. I'm going to stay here and debug Bucket for a little bit. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> Good luck, Johnny. Hello, dear listeners. I'm currently in Badger Boy's tent with Badger Boy, Atlas, and Donnie the Clown. What are you doing here? <laughs> Hello again, friends. I serve our fearless leader here in the capacity of oxygen to flame. His roaring voice burns down the forests of adversity while I push his smoldering glory across the plains. Donnie is my second in command. Really? Ah, hell, why not? It's good to see you again, too, Donnie. Speak for yourself. What few interactions I've had with this pyromaniac were more than enough for my tastes. The chains of friendship are forged and tempered in hardship. The breakening shall not happen yet, father! Don't touch me. Wait, we have important news. During our trek through the woods... We were assailed by a nightkin. We fought, 
And though I managed to get the upper hand... For a minute. He managed... <clears throat> he managed to escape my hold. Before he fled, he claimed that Macklin was not only alive, but that he was going to retrieve more samples of the FEV. In time, Macklin could rebuild his army and would only be a matter of time before he returned. That's heavy, brother. We'll send a message to HQ as soon as we can get the radio back up and running. They'll definitely send us more friends to deal with those downers. Glad you remembered, Atlas, because I definitely forgot. Nearly dying will do that, though, I guess. Anyway, Badger Boy, what happened to you guys? Alright. Focus your audio when Papa Squat Cat Daddies. I got a tale to tell. Badger Boy, I swear to whatever gods may or may not be watching, if you start scatting... When I woke up after the tornado, I was surrounded by most of my guys in the demo squad. Others had already woken up and came to slap my bongo until I woke up. I felt like I'd been hit by a lead sled, but I was still on the lease, you dig? I think so. So I started going around wrangling cats and picking up those two dicks that fried to move. When we all saw that the coast was clear, we started moving back home. When we got back to Station Hill, it was quiet. There were bodies everywhere, ours and theirs. We got to work quick, looking for survivors and taking a head count of who we'd lost. We found the general pretty soon and... Man, it hurt. We got the general six foot under with a concrete crown ASAP before we started burying the rest. We got as many of ours gathered up as we could and started digging, but then the super mutants crashed the party. They didn't have a lot of heads left on their shoulders, but they flopped a flush to our high card and started raking us in again. We weren't in a position to start blasting, so we beat cheeks and skedaddled. You picking up what I'm putting down, brothers? I have no idea what he's saying. Is that even English? What is he saying, ghoul? If I'm hearing him right, after they buried the general, they started gathering up the other dead Dashwoods to bury them when the survivors of Macklin's army regrouped and attacked. They took heavy losses as well, but they had the advantage against Badger Boy and the other survivors. So rather than stand and fight, they fled. You got it, Daddy-o. How did you glean any information from that? Eh, I partied with beatniks to hook up with cute chicks and score chems. I get the gist of the language. Anyway, what happened next? Right. So we got as many of our boys together as we could find and figured that we should get the party from the vault together and boogie on back to Station Hill so we could kick out Macklin's downers and try to rebuild. But when we got back to the vault, we got hooked with a big snag. A snag, huh? Atlas, do you need me to, uh, translate? No, I think I got that one. When we got to the vault, we found the door closed and locked. Try as we might, we couldn't get in. We've been trying to find a way to break the door down since we got here, and I think we might be able to do that today. Today? What's so special about today? We just got our hands on some high-quality explosives. First, 
I'm gonna do some checks and make sure we can crack the lid without tearing the whole place down, you dig? Oh, yeah? Well, you just happen to have someone here who knows a thing or two about vaults. Johnny and I have traveled all over the place and found a couple of vaults. I was there for the loot, but Johnny always made sure to get as much info on the vaults as he could. A lot of really bad stuff went down in those hellholes. Yeah. Where is Johnny, anyway? He's back at the tent debugging Bucket. Well, hey, let's go get him. I'm quite curious about this vault. I've only ever heard of them, but I've never seen one for myself. If you'll both be heading to the vault after gathering Jonathan, I'll meet you there. That's a good idea, my man. Donnie, how about you show Meat Mountain to the fridge? You can chill out front until we're ready for dinner. Ooh, yes, sir. Come along, compatriot, and I'll lead you to the site of our next and greatest immolation. That won't be necessary. Just point me in that direction. Now, hold on there, Atlas. Now that we've got back in with the Dashwoods, we can start putting a station together. Once we get a new station going, we'll be back to doing the normal show, and I'll be calling on you to do On the Scene again. This would be good practice, don't you think? Oh man, you're right. You could interview Donnie. Donnie, you know I don't like throwing orders around, but I order you to be interviewed. Yes, sir. With the greatest of tingling pleasure. Ghoul. Here, take the recorder. I despise you. Just in case, here's the record button. Wasteland Active Radio is brought to you by the following sponsors. Cal's Custom Cars. Oh, hey, I remember these guys. Anyway... Cal's Custom Cars is your one-stop shop for getting your own custom-made car just for you. If you've ever dreamed about cruising down the highway in a hot rod built to your specifications, then Cal's Customs is just what you're looking for. Cal's Customs has been employing the top mechanics and specialists in the area for over 30 years and doesn't plan to stop anytime soon. Cal's Custom Cars. Feel the horsepower. Yeah, a long time ago in a life far, far away, these guys had a TV show of their own. It was kind of cool, but I was never much of a car guy. I remember a couple of people worrying about their network getting too involved with the show and toning things down, selling them out and stuff, but then came the war and everything went up in smoke. Moving on. We're also brought to you by the fine folks with Irving's Armors. Irving's Armors is a traveling caravan new to the Ash Flats, and they've just signed a contract with Station Hill. Anyway... Irving's Armors provides the finest armor in the Ash Flats at great prices. From light and stealthy leather to heavy metal plates, those Irving kids know what they're doing. If you need armor, then turn to Irving. Those Irving kids really know their stuff. It only took Sterling a few minutes of testing before he asked if they wanted a contract. We've cleared out their stock and have already commissioned more armor from them. Their quality speaks for itself. Wasteland Active Radio is brought to you by Better Sweaters. Better Sweaters, located in Buckland Mall, has the largest selection of sweaters in the Midwest. Trust us, we checked. We've got everything. Fall sweaters, winter sweaters, fleece sweaters, wool sweaters, turtleneck sweaters, striped sweater... Okay, no, I'm not reading four paragraphs of what kind of sweaters these guys had before the war. Ooh, anyway, for all your sweater needs, come to Better Sweaters today. Sheesh. Anyway, Wasteland Active Radio is brought to you by the... (laughs) 
Okay. Human listeners, this is On the Scene. I am your host, Atlas, and I am joined by the second-in-command of Dashwood Outpost number 17, Donnie... Donnie the Clown. Hello, Donnie. Hello. Let's just get this over with. How did you become second in command of this outfit of the Daring Dashwoods? Oh, through hard work, perseverance, dedication, and roiling flames. That's... great. So, when did you join the Dashwoods? I joined seven years ago as but a spark of a man at nineteen years old. The general found me in the ashen ruins of Fairbank, distraught and alone, wallowing in the ashes of friends and family lost forever in the smoke. But they needed to go. They needed to go, Mother. You all needed to go. You carved your sins in the flesh of the innocent to carry on. Hey, hey. Keep it together, clown. Why did the general recruit you? Oh, the general? Yes, he saw me so very pitiful amongst the wreckage and gave me mercy. He and the Dashwoods fed me, cleaned me, clothed me, and tended my wounds. Their gentle fingers massaging the healing salves into my blistered flesh reinvigorated my spirit. They offered me a place amongst their legion, and stoked the flame of passion for the burning, focusing my hunger like a torch to cut apart our foes and weld the wastelands back together. That was... oddly poetic. What unit do you belong to? I am a specialist, and fit no single unit. When Station Hill requested reinforcements, Badger Boy requested my expertise. I still don't know why he asked for me, but I treasure my experience without post number 17 nonetheless. My passion for it burns in the cockles of my heart and warms me when the nights grow cold and dark. You have certainly proven yourself capable in the art of immolation. Recognition! Yes. I wield the flames as extensions of my own will, to serve the Dashwoods and protect the innocent. Admirable. Despite my own grievances, I believe in the work of the Dashwoods. I was... distraught, thinking that all of Station Hill's inhabitants had been killed. Don't tell anyone. Your secret is safe with me. It shall warm me like a blazing hearth on the coldest of days. Oh, we're close to the vaults. This is the entrance to a cave. I suppose that makes sense, but these walls are unusual. They almost look as if they were made by hand. How much further until we reach the vault? Not long now. We've only a few more yards before we arrive. Hello. Specialist Lieutenant Donald. It's Johnny! At ease, soldier. Uh, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. 
I said, at ease! Ease yourself! I'm trying, sir. Keep up the good work! Uh, thank you, sir? <laughs> I love these guys. Sometimes you just need to keep them on their toes. If you can't be respected, be feared. I can appreciate that logic. <laughs> That's not quite what I meant, but I like the words coming from your flesh mouth. They're most pleasing to my hearing bones. What the hell is wrong with your- We're here! Behold the meat vault! Please don't call it that, Donnie. You've arrived here quicker than expected. Yeah, we met Johnny halfway. He left Bucket in sleep mode. Trust us when we say that's for the best. I've never heard a robot make noises like that. I've never seen a robot vomit before. So, anyway, here we are. Give me that recorder back. Don't get so handsy, ghoul. Take your trash. Thank you. So, how'd the interview go? It was wonderful. We've bonded. Welded our fates together in the bindings of camaraderie. Why do you have to make everything so weird? Don't kink shame me! Well, that'll do, Donnie. Anyway, here's the door, guys. Oh, wow! This is amazing! You say that about every vault we found together. Because they're all amazing. Anyway, Badger Boy, have you managed to get in contact with the people inside? Not yet, Johnny Boy. We were hoping you guys might have an idea. But we've got the explosives ready to go. I'm just gonna run through here and check to make sure we don't bring this place down around us. Explosives might not be a good idea. But give us some time to try something out. You got it, Daddy-O. Thanks. Crispy, I'm gonna need your help with something. Whatever you need, kid. What did you have in mind? Hello. This is Jonathan Windsor with the survivors of Station Hill. Can anyone hear me? If anyone can hear me, please respond. Hello. This is Jonathan Windsor on behalf of the Daring Dashwoods. Can anyone hear me? Please respond. All right, we're back. We're in front of the vault doors, and Johnny and I have rigged up some old radios and patched into the vault as best we could. We're pretty sure that we've got a connection. We're just waiting for someone to take notice. This is Jonathan Windsor with the survivors of Station Hill. Can anyone hear me? Hello? Please respond. Hello. I can hear you. This is Sergeant Frank Walsh, leader of the scouting unit with the Station Hill evacuees. We can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I've got a connection, guys. Hell yeah, Johnny, you did it. No, we did it. But let's stay on track. Sergeant Walsh, the Dashwoods are outside the vault entrance. They've been trying to get inside for quite a while now. Can you open the door? Nah, we can't. We've tried everything, but the door won't open. Understood. Where are you talking to us from? We're in the overseer's office, right? Yeah, we're currently in the overseer's office. Perfect. There should be a computer in there. Can you see one? Yeah, there's a computer on the desk here. Password protected, though. No problem. On the lock screen, you should see a string of numbers in the bottom right-hand side. I need you to read them off to me. Understood. The numbers are... 
8, 15, 16, 5, 12, 5, 19, 19, 5, 14, 4, 5, 1, 22, 15, 21, 18. That's it. All right. Let me just decrypt that. All right. The password override should be 8, 15, 16, 5, 6, 15, 18, 20, 8, 5, 8, 15, 16, 5, 12, 5, 19, 19. Enter that and let me know how it works. I'm entering it now. It works. Excellent. Now I need you to go to the network options and follow these instructions very carefully. Understood. I'm ready. Crispy, this is going to take a while. Can you go get Badger Boy? On it. We're back. I got Badger Boy and some of the others, and we're waiting on news from Johnny. What do you got for us, kid? Well, the good news is that all the evacuees are alive. They made it into the vault without incident and got themselves inside safely. They also have enough supplies in there to last them for over a decade. Well, that's great news. How do we get them out? That's the bad news. Sergeant Walsh and the others have gotten me connected to the local network in the vault. I've been digging through their files and I learned about the experiment Vault-Tec performed here. Well, don't just tease us with it. Spill it, Johnny. The experiment performed here involved leaving the door on a timed lock. After ten years the door automatically opened, exposing the vault and its inhabitants to radiation and whatever the post-nuclear wasteland had to offer. All the original inhabitants were either killed, turned to ghouls, or left. That's heavy stuff. But what does that have to do with the people in there now? When they closed the door, they reactivated the vault's programming. The door is on a timed lock. It won't open for ten years. Ten years? Man, well, it was a good thing we got those explosives. I checked all around, and it looks like the walls will hold. Let's get everyone together and get ready to open this can of friends. No. Part of the vault sealing process involves pressurizing the interior. Most vaults were built out of natural caverns or carved out of rock. This vault was built above ground, buried, and then made to look like a natural cave. That would explain a lot, honestly. But what does that mean? If you detonate those explosives, it will cause the vault to experience explosive decompression. If that doesn't kill everyone inside, the vault collapsing and bringing down the hill it's under with it will. So what you're saying is that if we try and crack our way in, it'll kill everyone? There may be a way to get in, but it would require equipment we don't have. Without the proper equipment, the only option is to wait for the door to open. In ten years. Damn it. There's really no other way? Not that I know of. I'm sorry. But at least we know that they're safe, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They are safe. And so are we. This is just a small obstacle. HQ probably has supplies to get us inside. But even if they don't, all we gotta do is wait for ten years. That's a really positive way of looking at it. So what do you plan to do, Badger Boy? Well, the team that came from HQ with the General already left to give their report. 
All we gotta do was wait for them to get in contact with us. Until then, we could start salvaging what's left of Station Hill and rebuilding here. Besides, we've already started building permanent structures. But now, I gotta tell everyone else. I'll wrap with you all later. Scoop it about. Man, that's kind of a bittersweet reveal. But I'm glad they're alright. Are you sure there's no other way, Johnny? If I knew, I'd let you know. I'm sorry. I tried my best. You did, kid. It's not your fault. Sometimes life is just funny like that. We could try to figure something out, but in the meantime, we can help the Dashwoods rebuild here. You know what? You're right. We still got a chance to fix things, right? Damn straight, kid. Well, my recorder is about full, so let's wrap this up. Well, dear listeners, we've hit a snag, but the evacuees are safe. We've reunited with the Dashwoods, and we've got a great place to rebuild, so we're not going to give up hope. On that note, if you're going through a tough time and life keeps throwing obstacles at you, then that usually means you're going the right way. Or maybe you're stupid. Let's leave that up to interpretation. This has been Wasteland Active Radio. Crispy, signing off. Wasteland Active Radio is created, written, and produced by Z. Hagen and Jay Wilson. Brought to you by the Record Button. The roles of Crispy, Bucket, Donnie the Clown, and Sergeant Frank Walsh are played by Mr. Wilson, and the roles of Atlas, Dave, and Badger Boy are played by Mr. Hagen. The role of Jonathan is played by Mr. Seawick. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe owned by Zenimax Media and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you. First thing I think we should do is start building the new radio station. I want to get the show back to normal. Oh, God! Uh, hey, Long Lake Larry. I didn't see you there. Uh, I'm, uh, real glad you're alive. <sighs> the salt was a nice touch, but it'll take more than that to keep me dead. Glad you made it. I look forward to watching you sleep again. You have the best nightmares. Thank you, Larry. Good, good seeing you. Hello. Bye, Larry. Good to see you again. Hey, Crispy. You okay? <laughs>